You are listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast exploring scripture with Dr. T. Michael W. Halcombe and Dr. Frederick J. Long. Welcome and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Proof Text. I'm Michael Halcombe. And in this episode, I'm thinking about the fallacy of the week. All right. So uh, I had a friend recently send me a link to a video that his friend had sent him. And the friend was asking, is this true? He was asking, is this true about claims being made by a somewhat highly notable author and public speaker? And the author slash public speaker was making claims about the Hebrew language and the Hebrew scriptures. Essentially, he had lapsed into a fallacy of treating scripture like magic and then building a theology of magic off of that, um, or a magical theology rather, off of that. So I'm going to show you the video uh, here in a moment, and I'll I'll stop it at points and uh, talk about what the guy's saying, but there's a lot of fallacies going on here, number of linguistic fallacies. Um, The main one just being that uh, he's treating language like magic. Uh, He's also engaging in the fallacy of exaggerating or overstating his claim. Uh, He's engaging in lots of theological fallacies. And I'll just say this before we jump into it. Anytime you see someone making comments about the Hebrew or Aramaic or Greek, you should ask them, have you studied that one? Um, And then at that moment, can you read it or interpret it? Like, and then pull it up on your phone or whatever and ask them, right? So this is important because most people are making the sorts of claims that we're going to see uh, in the video today haven't probably studied the language or they've studied enough just to be dangerous, which this guy is. And uh, they, while they maybe studied some of it like a Hebrew one course in the past, um, you know, maybe it's decades later and they, you know, don't study it still or like don't know it and they've um, didn't go very far in it, that that sort of thing. So People are always overstating their claims, especially about Hebrew, and that's what we're going to see here. So I'm going to share a video with you, and like I said, we'll start it and stop it at points so we can get it going. All right, here we go. This is the most magnificent thing about the Torah is the first five books of okay, the Bible. Okay, he's got that. Um, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Got call it the Pentateuch as well. Uh, Some would extend Torah perhaps beyond the first five books, but that's a different discussion for a different day. So, okay, we'll roll with that. Torah, Pentateuch, first five books of the scripture. And I know, and the Torah is Genesis, Exodus, uh, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. If you look at the Torah, the very first words in Genesis, in the beginning, it's uh, Bereshit. Okay, that's right. He's right. The first words in Genesis, Bereshit. It's a prepositional phrase, Bereshit. And, uh, He's right about that. It means in the beginning or in a beginning. Is the way it's said in Hebrew. The last letter, Bereshit, is Tav. He's right. The last letter, Bereshit, Bereshit, is Tav. That's right. Okay. Now, Tav is the first letter in Torah. Okay, he's right. Tav is the first letter in Torah. So what he said so far, what we're on. Now, I want you to notice, just again, the notice a couple of things. The confidence with which this guy speaks And secondly, the uh, confidence with which the guy listening believes and subscribes, okay? 
If you go every 50 letters in the book of Genesis, you will get the spelling of Torah. Okay, let's do this. Let's go. Let's see if he's right. Um, so I've got, uh, I'm going to, I got Deuteronomy there, but here's how you spell the word Torah. Um, tav, uh, Vav or Vau, as some would say, Resh and He. Right, so four letters in Hebrew. Torah, Torah. Okay, this is Genesis. And here's our first uh, the prepositional phrase, Bereshit. There's our Tav. He's correct about that. And I've already done some of the counting for us. If we count ahead 50 letters, boom, we get the Vav or the Vau. That is, in fact, the second letter of Torah. Let's count ahead 50 letters from there. And I've uh, highlighted it. We're in verse 4. Boom, you get the Resh. So you got the third letter of Torah. Count ahead. Uh, 50 more letters, and you get the hey. So the if you do that, the first few verses, uh, you do get Torah spelled out. Let's keep going. We count ahead 50 letters more, and uh, nope, we don't get a Tav. In fact, uh, nowhere on this line do we have a Tav. And nowhere on the preceding line do we have a Tav. And so um, we have one there, but that's way far away. So the pattern breaks. It doesn't hold true if you count every 50 letters all the way through the 50 chapters of Genesis. This claim doesn't hold true. So that should be our first warning sign. That this claim, maybe we should really have some pause when we're listening to this guy. But let's uh, go back to what he's saying. Every 50 letters. Oh, false. Again, notice the confidence with which he says it. All right, even though it's incorrect, it's not true. If you go to Exodus, if you go every 50 letters, you get the spelling no, of Torah. No, he's looking at a camera or a group of people. I don't know who else is in the room, but he is speaking with confidence. And this guy is loving it. Let's test the claim, just like we did a moment ago. So we'll go to Exodus then and count 50 letters. Here's Torah, remember? Tav, Vav, Resh, Hey. And I've already counted for you. And letter 50... Nope, Shane. <laughs> right, it's not uh, a tav of uh, resh or hey. Nope. Again, we we don't even have a tav in this line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The closer we get, way back here. Yeah. So it doesn't hold for X is true. So this thing he said for about fifty letters. Uh, and Genesis didn't hold true. The thing he said about, and same thing in Exodus, doesn't hold true. Right, skip Leviticus, if you skip Leviticus and go to and numbers, go to numbers, all right. You go every 49 okay, letters so and you get Torah spelt backwards. So every 49 letters, um, let's test the theory. Let's just check for ourselves. Um, so we're going to skip Leviticus and go right to Numbers. This is Numbers chapter 1. Um, so I counted 50. Nope. Shane, we uh, he's wanting us to go 49 letters this time for some reason. Um, but yeah, it doesn't work out. If we had been here, then maybe. But that's not the 49th letter. So if you don't believe me, uh, let's just count 5. 9, 11, 13, 14, 16, 
18, 19, 23, 25, 27, 29, 31, 33, 35, 36, 38, 39, 40, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49. Nope, doesn't hold. So what he's told us about Genesis didn't hold true. What he's told us about Exodus didn't hold true. What he's told us about Numbers hasn't held true. Let's go back and see what else this guy's got to say. And if he's going to Deuteronomy, every 49 into this letters you get right, Torah, backwards spent, you meant backwards. spelt backwards but he's doing the same thing with uh deuteronomy so again let's test the theory we'll go to deuteronomy this is the end of deuteronomy in case that's what he's talking about um chapter 34 nope doesn't work this doesn't work what about if we read from chapter one of deuteronomy and go 49th letter well we we do get um, we do get the hey in Torah, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, and if we count forty nine more letters, then we would expect a race. So let's do it. Um, one, so we have five, seven, nine, eleven, thirteen, fifteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty two, twenty four, twenty seven, twenty nine, thirty. 34, 37, 40, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49. Nope. Uh, right? Uh, so we could mark this one green and say, okay. But by the time we count uh, there, we, we don't have a race, which is what we expect. And so this doesn't hold true for Deuteronomy, whether we start the first chapter or the last chapter and work our way backward. It doesn't hold true. None of it's true. None of it. None of it's true. Let's go back and see what he's working toward. Why? They're both pointing so to he's Leviticus. 50, every 50 letters, you get Torah spelled all the way from Genesis 1-1 all the way through to Exodus. Which is not true. We already, and he's saying if you start at the other end of Torah, Deuteronomy count 49 letters each time, each way, you get Torah spelled backwards. That way, they're all pointing to Leviticus. Okay, magic. <laughs> That's not how language works. Um, let's keep reading. In Leviticus, every seven letters, you will get. The spelling of Yahweh, Y-H-V-H. Okay. So now he's trying to make this claim that Genesis and Exodus point to Leviticus this way, and Deuteronomy and Numbers point to Leviticus this way. So Leviticus is the center, and then every seven letters in Leviticus, you get uh, Yahweh or Adonai spelled in Hebrew. So let's test the theory. Is that correct? Let's go to Leviticus then. So here's how you spell Adonai in Leviticus. And um, we'll start one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Nope. The seventh letter is a Lamed. That's nowhere in the word Adonai or Yahweh. Let's just keep going. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Nope. We don't have a bait in the word Yahweh. This is a total sham. 
every seven lenders throughout the entire book of Leviticus because Leviticus shows it would take the sacrifice of the perfect lamb of God, Jesus Christ, to atone our Look sins. Look how he's smiling and loves this, but none of it is true. None of it. He's, he's selling this like it's absolutely true. And even worse than selling this like that it's absolutely true. He's speaking like he knows what he talks about or what he's talking about and he doesn't. And third, probably the worst of all, is that he's constructing a theology, a Christology, and a theology of Scripture, an inspiration off of this. Watch what he says. I mean, that's amazing. That, that, that's, we didn't yeah. discover that until he we He says had... it's amazing. The guy said, yeah, it is. So he's totally bought it. Computers and later. We didn't discover this until we had computers and later. Well, I have a computer right here, and I'm showing you that it's not true. And so this is a, a wonderful thing to show that it was divinely inspired, every single word, not, not one jot or tittle. Jesus said, of this word will pass okay, away. So he's now built an entire theology of Scripture off this, essentially making Scripture magic. Right When Jesus talked about not one jot and tittle not passing away, this had nothing to do with it. Right. By the way, he's not using the jots and tittles, the Nicodem even, to do the counting. So there's another thing. Um, He's just using the consonantal forms in Hebrew. So super problematic. And what's really sad is that almost 25,000 people have seen and liked this on Instagram in less than four days, five days, in less than five days. Yeah, so he's pushing this stuff and people are just swallowing it and eating it alive and none of it's true. This is why it's so important to know the languages or know someone that you trust that works with the languages and they can bounce things off of. But anytime you hear this kind of claim being made, again, red flags should just go up. This is, this is sad stuff. I'm, I'm sad to see this being promoted and uh, I wish it weren't. A lot of fallacies going on here, language fallacies, theology fallacies, all kinds of fallacies, fallacies for days. All right, um, I'm going to stop there. It, it's, again, really sad for me to see this, and I, I hope um, you'll not subscribe to this sort of thing, but I do hope you'll subscribe to Proof Text because we're, we're giving you solid biblical teaching, solid language teaching. So go ahead, subscribe to this. Yeah, like it, follow it, reshare it. That'd help us a lot. And, um, yeah, I hope that helps. Interested in growing your ancient language skills but not sure where to start? Glow's House can help. From illustrated readers and short stories to lexicons and grammars, Glow's House offers a variety of resources for beginning, intermediate, and experienced ancient language learners. Head to glow'sahouse.com today. Glow's House, language resources for the global community.